Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. Today we get to have kind of our part two, right, of this unexpected, I guess, application of the truth, understanding of the truth. So we talked in part one that Paul said the truth that we see throughout scripture that is clearly true, that basically you you can't be partaking of the table of the Lord and the table of demons. You can't be with both God and demons. And Paul said, I do not want you to be participants with demons. And he had kind of said that, you know, when food is sacrificed on altars by pagans, it is sacrificed to demons. And all of these things are true. And so often we need to check our lens and how we are reading and applying scripture. Because if you looked at this through a lens of legalism, you would say, oh, you can never ever eat food sacrificed to idols. I don't care. The circumstance is always wrong. But let's see what Paul says. Let's see what the biblical truth is. So let's jump in. We are in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23, and I'm reading from the ESV. All things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. This should sound familiar. Paul has said this before, and that means it's something to take note of. He goes on, let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. Eat whatever is sold in the meat market without raising any question on the ground of conscience. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If one of the unbelievers invites you to dinner and you are disposed to go, eat whatever is set before you without raising any question on the ground of conscience. Do you see the freedom? Do you see the freedom in Christ? Because we know We know that the earth is the Lord's and so we can eat and we can partake of these things in the freedom of Christ. So if you're in the market, don't ask where it came from because you're living in fear. If you go to an unbeliever's house, don't ask where it came from. Don't not eat because you're living in fear. But at the same time, we also want to be mindful of how we and our actions are perceived by unbelievers because we don't want to give them the wrong message. So we have both freedom and now you're going to see we have awareness and all of this comes down to discernment. So Paul continues on, but if someone says to you, this has been offered in sacrifice, then do not eat it. For the sake of the one who informed you and for the sake of conscience. I do not mean your conscience, but his. I mean, isn't that cool? We want to be aware of our actions. So if if someone else is doing this action, they are eating this food as an act of worship, not to our God, but to a demon. 
as an act of idolatry, then at that point, we want to remove ourselves from the situation to show that we as believers are set apart that we do not practice idolatry. And it says it's not for our conscience because we are free. We have freedom in Christ, but it's for theirs. And we are doing it because we love them, not because we are forced or we have to or some crazy bad consequence is going to happen if we don't. But it's for them because we love them and we don't want them to have to face a negative consequence for our actions. And remember, this kind of thing where we can use discernment is speaking more of the the gray area of things, right? Not things that are specifically stated as morally wrong in the Bible, like murder. Murder is always going to be wrong. But there is some areas where we are able to have our own convictions, something that we've talked about in the past. But don't you see Isn't it amazing that when we are able to look at scripture through the lens of scripture instead of the lens of our own beliefs and our own fear that we can see truth and often that truth is a both and truth. We can be both free and also aware. So for me, Just to give you a practical, real-life example, because many of us probably aren't worrying about the food that we're eating being sacrificed to idols. For me, as I practice Christian yoga, if there were, for example, a yoga class that I was taking as a student, and the teacher were to be leading some chanting, something that I knew was not meant for the Lord, I would not partake. I would not partake because I would want to have my actions show them that I am an ambassador of Christ. Show them the difference that it means to be a lover of Jesus and a follower of Jesus. But I love doing yoga when it is focused on God's word and on him or done even in a secular sense where there really aren't any, for example, new age ties in there. There aren't any chants I don't understand. There isn't any language I dislike because I know my heart and I have that freedom. But I also want to be aware of how I approach yoga and do yoga when it comes to the unbelievers around me. And here we see the beauty of discernment and also of individual conviction, which is so, so cool. And Paul goes on, For why should my liberty be determined by someone else's conscience? If I partake with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of that for which I give thanks? (laughs) So often, we look at things with fear. And we look back at the Pharisees. They had a lot of fear initially. All of their extra laws that they had piled on, these ridiculous man-made laws, those were out of fear of breaking God's laws. Those were like protection. Like if you have your house and you you want to keep that safe, you're going to put fences around the house and then another fence to protect your fence and another fence to protect your fence. And, And they kept adding on these laws out of fear that then turned to legalism. And so often today, when we are reading scripture and interpreting scripture in the lens of fear, we want to do the same thing. So many people will come at me for doing Christian yoga and they're going to say, well, you shouldn't do that. That is wrong. And the thing is that they are letting 
their conscience determine my freedom in Christ. That's what they're trying to do. But the truth is, I partake with yoga, with thankfulness and discernment. With the word, with prayer, with Christ and scripture being fully present. So why am I denounced because of that for which I give thanks? There are so many examples of this where Christians will judge one another. Another great example is alcohol. Some people are so judgmental of others drinking alcohol and they are placing their own convictions on someone else to stop their liberty and their freedom in Christ. And this is where things get dangerous. And I just want to encourage you as well that we do want to be discerning. This is not throwing out discernment. We want to be checking in with God's word. We want to be seeking the Lord's wisdom in prayer. We want to be checking in with Holy Spirit. But here is the truth, my friends, that when you are abiding in the Lord, when you are reading his word, we don't have to try and act out of fear and out of protection and setting up all those different fences. Because if we truly are abiding, And if we do have faith and Holy Spirit is in us, you better believe he's going to let you know when something is wrong. We don't have to be afraid to mess up and not know we're messing up because we can trust Holy Spirit and the Lord to speak to us and to speak convictions to us when we need them. But here's what it all comes down to. Here's what Paul says. So whether you eat or drink and whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense to Jews or to Greeks or to the church of God, just as I try to please everyone in everything I do, not seeking my own advantage, but that of many, that they may be saved. Be imitators of me as I am of Christ. We want to imitate Paul in this, in this area of wanting to be both free and also aware of wanting to be free, loving ourselves, but also loving others and those in our circles. And here is what it comes down to, whether you eat or drink, whether you do yoga or you don't do yoga, whether you do this thing or you don't do this thing, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And if you can't do it to God's glory, if in your heart it's not to glorify God, that right there That right there is the clue that your conviction isn't to be doing that thing. So check in with Holy Spirit. Trust him to lead you and guide you. And know that if you are trying to follow him, you are on the right track. And that when you mess up, he will tell you and there will be grace and growth for you. So don't let fear get in the way of your freedom or your fear get in the way of someone else's freedom or someone else's fear get in the way of your freedom. Live in God's freedom, trusting him to speak truth to you, to speak wisdom to you, and that he will have grace and growth for you. Live in the freedom, my friends, and I'll see you in the next episode.